Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. B98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast, helping you catch up on what you missed. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning. I'm Tad. Good morning, Drex. Blessings. Hello, Kara. Good morning. What does my wife have me do when I am sick? Hold on, let's walk that back, Tad. You said, what does your wife have you do when you're sick? I I know the answer to that question because I've been saying it for the last few days, I believe, that Jessica is a voodoo priestess and she has all of these holistic Mm. ways to keep them from getting ill. So my vote is elderberry syrup and a massive amount of garlic. I believe, Tad, that your wife, Jessica, will have you come to work when you're sick. Stay home. I don't want to catch your crap. (laughs) Kara was right. Ah! Um, I'm a little bit right, too, though. (laughs) I mean, listen, my wife, whenever I'm sick, has me taking um, ascorbic acid, which is like a vitamin C thing, Mm. uh, whole garlic Cloves, oh, yeah. disgusting. Just like some chewing little, on a raw piece of garlic? Yeah, some holistic <laughs> pills that I put under my tongue every four hours. It's a barrage of things. But the number one thing that she has me do, which I haven't done this time around, is the elderberry syrup. And I always thought, how could it possibly be this morning? And this is my wife to a T because I always think she's nuts. Her and her friends, they talk online about all these voodoo things, natural homeopathic stuff. And I'm always like, what am I supposed to do? I got to take toenail clippings and put them in a cauldron. Oh, gosh. Crunch them up with some. First thing I saw when I walked in this morning, scientists, and this is, I want you to listen to this because now it's, as is usual, scientists have identified a chemical compound in elderberries that immediately immobilizes the flu virus. Listen to what I just said. Immobilizes the flu virus immediately. They had done studies before that showed that it would cut the illness in half. Mm-hmm. Even if it's already taken hold, the flu has already taken hold. Compound This compound prevents the virus from lep- replicating, eliminating symptoms within 48 hours. So, Jessica Lemire is right. Mm-hmm. Elderberry syrup is the answer to all of your problems. Well, um, to she, the flow. she also has a doll of you. <laughs> <laughs> she said she's a voodoo priestess, and she knows these holistic methods. She's also got a little Tad doll that she's just poking and prodding. That's one why when I whine about her not loading the dishwasher all the way full, I start to get a little yeah, like oh, was my back sense of it. Oh, yeah, my, my, my gosh. B98.5, <laughs> 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning. I'm Tad. Hey, Drex. Good morning. Hey, Kara. Good morning. You guys, uh, Tad and Kara, when a local company does something good, feel like we should put him on a spotlight and I, I don't want this this moment to pass us by because it was really you know I, I was talking to a buddy the other day who said essentially all companies do everyone makes a toaster not a toaster but everyone right. makes a thing that they're trying to sell and the only difference between one person's toaster and the other person's toaster is the local side of it you know if they sell toasters in atlanta 
versus toasters in Birmingham, people in Atlanta are probably going to buy the Atlanta toaster more. Well, often, unless right? the well, the Birmingham toaster could be a superior toaster. You got to do your research. You got to go right. on Consumer Reports. We all know this. You have to spend six months researching toasters. But other than that, yes, yeah. local is nice. Lo- local is nice. So that's why I want to shout out local company, Delta Airlines. You right. guys know my grandma passed away over the weekend, and I flew to California to see her in her last couple hours. And it was really nice that I got to, got to go out there. Um, but on the way back, I'm sitting in my seat. I'm sitting in 21E in the middle seat. Fat guy. That, you know that was a last minute flight. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. And uh, one of the flight attendants is, you know, they got the drink cart going and she she's looking at her phone. It's, you know, all the, the Delta people carry these the, the phones down. I think it's got all the info on it. She goes, are you Mr. Renner? I said, yeah. She goes, you guys were delayed coming out here? I, yeah, we had like, a, it was a two hour maintenance delay. Oh, I had to go back to the game. It was kind of crap. But, you know, whatever. I said, yeah, it is what it is. Like, was it your fault? There's a plane malfunction and safety right. first. Hold on. She knew about your delay going out there, and now this right. is your flight going back. This is back. when I was coming back. She goes, wow. oh, on the way out to Palm Springs, you had a two-hour delay. I said, yeah. She goes, well, we're sorry about that. Can I offer you a free drink? Wow. I was like, how did you know that? Like, what else is on that screen? She goes, oh, I got everything on here. Uh-huh. I know. Did she give you a bouquet of flowers and say, sorry about your grandma? Uh, well, so close. You know, So I, I appreciate that. That's really, like, that, that makes that two-hour delay go off my mind now. I'm not, yeah. makes a lot of things well, go out I didn't of your even, mind. I didn't even take the drink because it was oh, like, really? no, nah, I was coming home and it was like bad yeah. timing. Could have got me on the way there. Don't want to <laughs> hear it from the wife. Uh, but the second really cool thing that Delta Airlines did over this weekend when I was uh, going to see my grandma, she passed away, is I left uh, my, we went, we went to my grandma's apartment after she passed away and we were just kind of looking around, looking at some memories and my grandfather's service flag from the Coast Guard was there. You know, when a service Aww. member passes away, yeah. they present the flag and so that was there and my uncle goes, just take that. I'm like, no, I, you know, I couldn't. He goes, well, what am I going to do with it? Grandma's not here. You know, I could take it, but I've got a lot of stuff already. You just take it. And I was, I started tearing up. Mm-hmm. Like that was, that's something that I really want. That's close to me. And so I, I get it on the plane, and it's it's a big triangle, and it's right. a wooden box, and it's sticking out of my bag really awkwardly. And the, this, that same flight attendant, as I'm walking in, she stops me. She goes, I, you know, I don't want you putting that in overhead or anything. She takes, I, I was calling my grandpa. I'm like, oh, you know, fine with my grandpa. Yeah. She takes grandpa, my papa, the flag, and she there's one first class seat left. And she takes it and she puts it there. She goes, your oh grandpa my is flying first class. Wow. And the reason that means so much, and I want to talk about it, is because my grandpa was a truck driver for 40 years. He was in the Coast Guard for 10. He ain't never going to sit in first. Like, he was, I, he was never on a plane before. So the fact that his last oh, flight just was, I know. Chills. God. So that's why I want to talk about Delta. And they just did the right thing. That's and awesome. It was sweet. And now, you know. And now you're great. forever customer uh, to oh. Delta Airlines. Drex Sky Miles Runner. <laughs> you know. I love it. I the, what a great story, yeah, man. Okay. Beautiful. Appreciate that. Jeez. All the stuff you need to know to start your day. It's info to go on B98.5. Alright, we're brought to you by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Good morning, 624. Cold sunshine today, at least 46 for a high. What's going on, Kara? Well, before we had HD TV and fixer uppers, Chip and Joanna Gaines. There was this old house on PBS. It first aired in 1979 and launched a whole new genre of TV shows. Now, 
everybody is pretty much obsessed with do-it-yourself home improvement stuff. But it took so long. I know. It did take a long time, right? Why didn't it take off then? Well, I don't know. It, it. I guess it did. It just had to pick up a little bit. <laughs> so now when the 42nd season of This Old House kicks off in the fall, it's actually going to feature a home right here in Atlanta. Cool. It's a colonial revival style home indicator and was built in 1917. So it'll be really cool if you're into this kind of thing to follow how they renovate this entire 1917 home. Get ready for foundation issues. Right. I was watching a preview a little bit ago online that they had to completely remove all of the ductwork and everything because they still had some of the original ducting from a gigantic coal-burning furnace that they had in this house. Wow. And apparently the pipes were still wrapped with asbestos and they were like, this is all going to yeah. have to yeah. go. Yeah, the joys of home ownership. You think, oh, I can't wait to get in there and put shiplap everywhere, but right? then you end up with plumbing issues. Yeah. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you heard of the James Beard Award? Yes. So no. basically, it's like the Oscars of the culinary industry. Okay. And the semifinalists were announced yesterday. Atlanta had five Awesome spots make the cut. Best new restaurant, Lazy Betty. Have y'all ever never been there? heard of it? Me neither. Best bar program, Kimball House Indicator. Outstanding wine program, Miller Union. Outstanding baker was Chris Wilkins at Root Baking Company, and pastry sh- chef Claudia Martinez at Tiny Lou's. Have you heard of I've any of those places? I've never heard wow. of or been to any of those places. And it makes me think like the restaurants that I go to that are that I think are really nice maybe already won the James Beard Award years ago. Or maybe they didn't, and these places are just that much better, and we need to go what? check them out. This is tough. <laughs> this feels like the Oscars when you're like, I, I want to see that movie. I never heard of it right, before. Exactly. Right, exactly. But like, so can we put a list online? Because I forgot. Yeah, I'll try I, to. Yeah, I'll, yes. I'll see if I can That'd get a little thing. Let me just post to my Facebook mixed because up and put up there. I'll forget those, but I want to know because I just go to Moe's. Well, yeah. I know, <laughs> and uh, and I know what you're saying because you you're inclined to want to go to these restaurants, Drex, mm-hmm. but just realize if you win a James Beard Award, you're charging top dollar. We're not talking That's about. About, we're not talking about like you can't order by number on these menus. You can't be like, I'll take the number one. And I'll steal the silverware to try and even it out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> She's in the know about everything happening in pop culture. Can you beat her? It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Sherry and Daryl in Fayetteville, good morning. Good morning. Are we talking husband wife here? Yes. Go ahead and kick her out. I see you, Kara. Good luck. See you, Sherry and Daryl. Good luck. Thank you. We're going to ask you five pop culture questions. Answer more right than Kara. Win 100 bucks of her money. If she answers more right than you, she wins. All ties go to the house. Are you ready? Yes. Here's question one. Maria Sharapova has retired from tennis after 19 years. Most tennis balls are what color? Yellow. Question two. Macaulay Culkin has been cast in season 10 of American Horror Story. What city did Home Alone 2 take place in? New York. Number three, keepsake items from Kobe Bryant's memorial that were put up for auction have been pulled down. What's the name of the popular auction website? eBay. Number four, are we going to hear from uh, Daryl at all here? This or? is a typical marriage, you know. She's <laughs> stepping all over me, Dad. Number four, Carrie Underwood said she wrote most of her book at night because she couldn't fall asleep. What is that sleep disorder called? Insomnia. 
Well, Daryl tried to get Trying, a word in. Number five, the live action Mulan won't feature the little red dragon character Mushu because it offended the Chinese culture. What actor voiced Mushu? <laughs> I mean, how anybody would know that is beyond me. Will Smith. All right, let's bring Kara back in. How do we do? Yeah, our couple in Fayetteville, Sherry and Daryl, you all did great. You did got four right. Four is the number That's to solid. beat Kara. Yeah, tough questions. <laughs> Same questions, Kara. Yes. Number one, Maria Sharapova retired from tennis. Most tennis balls are what color? Green? Yeah, Sherry like and Daryl said yellow. I mean, green, yellow, I guess depending on what side of your brain is dominant. No way. We'll take, are, which, are this, is this the uh, is the dress blue or gold? Because yes. there's no question those balls are it's yellow. Like oh, see, I green. think they're green. Really? Yeah, absolutely. It's one to one. Number two, Macaulay <laughs> Culkin has been cast in season 10 of American Horror Story. What city did Home Alone 2 take place in? New York? That's what Sherry and Daryl said. We're tied at two. Number three, keepsake items from Kobe Bryant's memorial that were put up for auction have been taken down. What's the name of the popular auction website? eBay. Our couple in Fayetteville got that right. We're knotted up at three. Number four, country music. (laughs) Carrie Underwood said she wrote most of her book at night because she couldn't fall asleep. What's that condition called? Insomnia? Daryl tried to answer it. We'll say that he did. (laughs) It's four to four. Finally, number five, the live-action Milan will not feature the Little Red Dragon character Mushu because it offended the Chinese culture. What actor voiced Mushu? Eddie Murphy? Tad, you said, who in the world would know that? Well, you're looking at it. Ah, I can't believe it. (laughs) Sherry and Daryl said Will Smith. A final score of five to four, Sherry and Daryl in Fayetteville. You guys smarter than Kara? No. Not even a couple can take you down, Kara. 711 wins and just 24 losses. Oh, oh. Sorry, Sherry and Daryl. <laughs> all, all we wanted to hear was your woo-woo. Uh, <laughs> Yo. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning, Tad, Drex, and Kara. And I'm curious if uh, Meghan Markle's dad, I'm kind of like, uh, I'm watching this. You know, he's on the clock right now. Because I'm curious, will he ever, will Thomas Markle ever figure out that the way to get back into his daughter's life is not by talking about her all the time and complaining about how, you know, she done him wrong Mm -hmm. and meddling in all of her affairs. This is his latest. My daughter dumped me one day before she got married. She dumped my family. She's dumped every family. And now she's dumping the British family. Have a good day. If his goal was to get her back, he's doing it all wrong. He should have never said a word. This Not is... to the public, certainly. Well, this is this is the, cl- the classic reason why I don't want to stick my nose into my brother's business. And and I'll, I'll tell you guys, Ted and Kara, right now that I'm concerned for my brother after what I witnessed being with him over the weekend. And I'm, I'm concerned I'm going to lose him. That's What's going good. on? It, it was serious. Over the weekend, my grandmother passed away, so I flew out to California, and my brother lives out there. And within a span of four hours, we had uh, picked up and dropped off four, like, hippie desert rat troubadours at places that I could only describe as potential crime scenes. Mm. There were some substance issues, and there are some marital issues. Huh. And in in my heart, I'm I'm saying this is not right. He's on a bad path. He's lost. If this continues, like I said, I might lose him, and I don't want to do that. 
However, I'm not the person that butts into people's business. I've never done that. But this is such a strong conviction that I want to sit him down and shake him and be like, what are you doing, brother? Like, I love you. This is no good. You're talking about like a full-on intervention. Yeah, I just, I, 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 want, I, want, I want to stick my nose into his business. But also, show me one example where that's ever worked, where a family member like Thomas Markle has stuck his nose into his daughter's business, or you stick your nose into your family's business, and what, it comes out the other side like, gee, I'm really glad you did that. No, doesn't it always end in, like, massive uh, nuclear destruction where people don't talk for 10 years? Maybe right at first, but if ever you can butt into someone's business, it's if it's family. And if you have that genuine concern for his life and the future of their family, then you need to say something. You're his brother. You have to say something. I wouldn't do Whether that alone. It's comfortable or not. I, I, I want to, care, but I feel like it's going to be a disaster. I feel like he cuts me off or maybe his wife cuts me off or maybe my parents get mad because I stuck my nose into my brother's business. But if something happens and you didn't say anything, wouldn't you always feel regret of not saying, you know, or what could have happened if you would have just kind of sucked it up and said something if it would have made a difference or not? Yeah, I mean, that's you're. I'm stuck. I'm stuck right in between both of those, dude. I, I I honestly think the answer is is you you cannot do it by yourself. You can't just be the only one. You've got to have a a team. That's how interventions work. You never have a one on one intervention. Have you ever seen that? You know, you always see like the whole family saying it. Because if it's just you, then he could easily write you off and you will destroy that relationship. If it was your whole family and he's looking at all the people that he loves and they're all saying the same thing. Because, I mean, I've even agreed with something a family member has said. Like, they're saying it. I go, yeah, you're right. And then they turned on me. They're mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? And I'm like, hold it. I- I'm just I'm agreeing, agreeing with, you. with you. So get more of my family members to stick their nose in my brother's business. That. Either that or none. Yeah. Because you're right. Show me a time where you yeah. have, where one human being has gone in and meddled, or even I've never even heard of it, frankly, of an intervention working, unless the person is ready to get help. Right. I've never heard of that. It hasn't happened in my life. Yeah. So that's where I'm and stuck. Believe me, I've had plenty of opinions. It, w- it would be nice if there is someone listening who says, you know what, I, I stuck my nose into a family member's business, and, and I'm glad I did because it worked out. I don't think it happened because I think it blows up. We uh, are looking for that this morning. We have Rachel in Dallas. Your uh, suggestion for Drax? My advice to him would be maybe don't meddle, but just be there for him. Because if anything, it's like maybe he doesn't need somebody telling him what's right, but he needs somebody to be there for him and say, if you feel like it's getting out of control, call me. Yeah, to just be like, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Okay. Is everything all right with yeah. you? Like, are you happy? So asking questions, questions right. not Ask as questions. much as meddling or sticking my nose in other people's business. Yeah. There's nobody better right. at asking questions than Drex. All right, I like it. <laughs> I feel like people respond more to positivity than they do to negativity, so... Wow, what great advice, yeah. Rachel. Appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you for letting me talk about it. It feels good just to talk to your my, my friends and my family about this yeah, situation. Maybe talking to somebody who, I don't know if there's like, I don't who I guess a psychologist, maybe your therapist to find okay. out whether like how some other tactics that you could use and sure. and kind of reaching out to them. But man, I'm sorry that you're in that situation. It's Tad and Drex's info to go on B ninety-eight point five. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. 721. Cold, sunny today, 46 for a high. What's going on, Kara? Dun, 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 coronavirus. Oh, boy. Now, yesterday they said it's not a matter of if, but when. 
the CDC said that there's just a few cases around right now. I believe there's 60 total in the U.S., but we should start preparing for it to spread. Did they clear up at all, Kara? Like, am, am I going to get coronavirus? Am I going to die? More than likely, no, you okay. will not. They do have a vaccine that they're working on. However, it'll take about a year and a half before anything happens. So what they're saying that we can do is to stay away from sick people. If you're sick, stay at home. Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. What is y'all's fear level on this? Okay, well, scale of one to ten. Scale of one to ten. What is your, what is your fear level on the coronavirus, Tad? Mine's at probably about a seven, but only because I have a cruise to Italy, which is one of the countries that is like basically shut down, yeah. planned, and I'm not sure whether it's refundable or not. Yeah, yeah. you may want to look into that. So I am at a one. Really? Absolutely. Oh, like wow. I'm not worried about this at all. However, my husband and my best friend are both at like a fifteen. They are so deeply involved in like wanting to start preparing and stocking up food supplies and all kinds of stuff. And Drex, you being the financially minded guy that you are, the only thing you need to do in preparation of the coronavirus is buy stock in elderberry syrup. Oh, I'm just waiting for it to go. When the uh, the stock market's been down recently, I'm licking my, licking my chops. (laughs) Oh, baby. (laughs) Drex will be holding on to those, what are they, are they little pieces of paper that say stock certificates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll be, with with the coronavirus, you'll be like, from my cold, dead hand. Yeah, right. Answer more questions than Kara. Grab a quick hundred bucks. But she won't make it easy. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Morning, Leah and Fayetteville. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Could you kick Kara out of the studio? Oh, absolutely. Please leave, Kara. I'm out of here, Leah. Good luck. Thank you. We're going to ask you five pop culture questions. If you answer more right than Kara, you'll win 100 bucks of her money. If she answers more right than you, she wins. All ties go to the house. Are you ready? Oh, absolutely. Right, Thank here we go. you. Question one. Harry Styles. You're so polite. Harry Styles is holding a Harry Ween concert in New York on Halloween night. What's the date of Halloween? October 31st. Number two. Clueless tops a list of movies to watch when you want to relax. That movie takes place in what fancy California city? Oh, um, Los Angeles. Number three, Shaq sent Twitter into a frenzy when he said red vines and Twizzlers are the same thing. What type of candy are those? Twizzlers. Um, red candy? I don't... What kind of candy? Yeah. Um, it's a soft... I'm sorry. I don't know what I just know Twizzlers as a candy. The red Twizzlers. Number four, Macaulay Culkin has been cast in season 10 of American Horror Story. What's the name of Kevin McAllister's bully brother? I'm sorry. Pass. And number five, tickets for Tyra Banks' new theme park called Model Land went on sale Monday. What NBC sitcom did Tyra first appear on? Oh, I'm sorry. If it makes you feel any better, Leah, I would not be able to answer most of those questions. (laughs) They're very tough. Well, they are very tough. And Leah and Fayetteville... Got one, one right. right. But yeah. the good news is, Leah, you're gonna you're gonna learn the right answers to these questions. You'll be <laughs> okay. armed for the day. Here you go, Kara. Same questions. Number one, Harry Styles is holding a Harry Ween concert in New York on Halloween night. What's the date of Halloween? Well, I was almost a Halloween baby, so it's October 31st. That's what Leah said. It's one to one. Number two, Clueless tops the list of movies to watch when you want to relax. That movie takes place in what fancy California city? Beverly Hills. Leah said Los Angeles, oh. one, two to one. 
Number three, Shaq sent Twitter into a frenzy when he said red vines and Twizzlers are the same thing. What type of candy are those? They're licorice. That's what we were looking for, Leah. Yeah. Burrito one, Kara's up. Number four, Macaulay Culkin has been cast in season 10 of American Horror Story. What's the name of Kevin McAllister's bully brother? Buzz. Oh, he was such a Richard. Uh, Kara, you're up four to one. Number five, tickets for Tyra Banks' new theme park called Model Land went on sale Monday. What NBC sitcom did Tyra first appear on? Was it a different world? No, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air played a love interest of Will Smith in season three. Final score is four to one. Leah and Fayetteville, are you smarter than Kara? No, not today. Kara, your new record, 712 wins and just 24 losses. Sorry, Leah. That's okay. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now I'm Tad. Hey, Drex. Good morning to everyone except for Jessica from Love is Blind. And uh, hello, Kara. Good morning. So uh, I always thought preppers were nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nothing but tribal anxiety. Like, it's okay that I believe in the zombie apocalypse because I have a friend that does too. No, right. you don't just have a basement full of pinto beans. You have anxiety <laughs> and you should address that. No, so I always, I've, I've never been shy about saying like people that are prepping are crazy. They have their, I mean, I don't want to, they have like water filters that'll turn urine back into water. Like crazy things, thousands of dollars of uh, spent on this. And now I need preppers. I need these people. I, I need advice. Like, what am I supposed to buy with this coronavirus thing? I don't know. Maybe ask my husband because he has gone Looney Tunes completely. And so is my best friend. So my best friend, Jamie, has been stocking up on all of the cold medication that she can possibly stumble upon. And my husband has started collecting seeds. Oh, like hang seeds on, hang to on. plant later on in case of an emergency. He's going to need plant lights then. He's going to need grow light. Are you sure he's not starting a marijuana growing operation? I'm here? positive <laughs> because he's got them all organized like squash and fruits and vegetables. And he's going to need grow lights and stuff. It's absolutely ridiculous. Kara, has your husband Ryan ever grown anything before? Like, yeah, I mean, he's, gra- he's okay, like super right. green thumb. Back at uh, in the fall, he had pumpkins for some watermelons, and he's always growing something in the backyard. Where, but. where is this, Carolyn? Where is the soil? Like, where are the seeds? Like, where is this cold medis- medic- medication being stored? Because it, doesn't that take up room in the house? Yeah, it does. It's all in the garage. Well, so, where, how do you have room for your notebook dress? So, yesterday I got a text from my wife. This is a this is a widespread thing. Mm-hmm. She sent me a text. It was a screenshot of a text from a friend of hers saying, like, you know, Sheila is starting to stockpile water. And so I think there's a lot of people that are new to the whole idea of prepping. And all I said was, well, I have I have toilet paper in the mm-hmm. back of the car because I happen to have it from from Costco and was too lazy to bring it in the house. Ted, are you guys going to be like potluck? preppers then like you're in charge of the toilet paper your wife's friend yeah. in charge of water your we'll wife's start, like a do... co-op of loonies yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so are you dead ted do you want advice on the proper things to prep or something so this is real like i mean i was talking in the office yesterday i was saying oh people are prepping can you believe that and i got they had a full intervention they're like no you need to. And the CDC is saying, like, make preparations. Well, I don't know what I'm supposed to have to prepare. I'm assuming water and toilet Food. paper. 
food, canned food, medicine. But I would love to hear from a real prepper. And I'm sorry for everything <laughs> I previously said about you. Now I need you. <laughs> I'd like now to hear from somebody you. who's a real prepper. Like, not somebody who has, like, extra pasta sauce in their cabinets. I'm talking about somebody who has a bunker, who has a plan, who has... Who's an extreme couponer and has a stockpile right. already started yeah. somewhere. If weapons <laughs> aren't on your stockpile list, we don't want to hear from you. Like, we're looking for somebody who is, like, prepared to tell us what we actually need. I just hear that that cuckoo clock going uh-huh. off in the back of my head right now. Like, yep. This just sounds like a crazy person talking to Adam. Sorry. <laughs> Are you talking to me? <laughs> yes. You sound like a crazy person. What do I need? What do I need to put in my, my coronavirus prep bunker? Hey, I'm new to this. <laughs> I was calling them crazy. Now I'm saying I'm sorry. I, I never meant that. anything that I said. I need you. I need to know what is on the, the essential. And I want to hear from, I don't want to hear from some amateur prepper. I want to hear from a pro. Fortunately, <laughs> I've just realized that we have a prepper right here in the building who is the prepper of all preppers. I mean, mm-hmm. this guy comes in in full fatigues, ready to take on anything. He, he makes Duck Dynasty yes. look like James Bond. He is <laughs> Duck Dynasty. Alan Hunt. What What are you prepping for? Are you concerned about... Like the zombie apocalypse, or well, I didn't wait till the virus happened. <laughs> I do this year round. For what? Are you worried about the zombies or anything like that? Or I keep supplies on hand always. If, if so, you sound like a professional prepper, and Tad would be called as an amateur prepper. I'm a newbie. Yeah. What? What? Are, like, what's the top three things that an amateur prepper would need immediately? Water. Okay. Cases of bottled water. Right. Okay. Aspirin, Tylenol type. For what reason? It, For what? Because you know you're going to get a headache worrying about all this stuff. <laughs> well, it, you know, for fever, so if you okay, if you got something, you're, you're going to need something to help you with fever. Also, anti-diarrheal medicine because of the water. Because mm-hmm. the because it, it, it would also help to have a water filter. You can buy. Water filters. So right. we were overthinking this. We're like, we need a bunker shelter. You know, we need like a... Weapons. So weapons. Oh, you're like medicine and water. <laughs> Always need that. Always need the weapons. That, that went without exactly saying is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Like, you assume that we had a machete. <laughs> no, I know Tad, so no. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drug Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.